It is time to check in with the Vancouver Suns' Vaughn Palmer, find out what the view looks like from Victoria. Good morning to you. And good morning, Jill. Lots of talking points, lots of updates yesterday in the various announcements. Yes, I think, Joe, when we get this many dramatic policy reversals in the space of a week, it tends to raise as many questions as it answers. So up until this week, uh, Dr. Bonnie Henry was opposed to vaccine passports. Uh, She lifted the mask requirement on July the 1st, and at one point she insisted we were, quote, absolutely on track for a restart after Labor Day. So the pandemic is a developing story. We've all learned it. We've all seen that as things change, the rules and the guidelines and the protocols need to change as well. And I think that's what we're into right now. The fourth wave is more serious than they expected. And the Delta variant is proving to be a lot more difficult to contain than the earlier um, than the earlier variations of COVID-19. And all that adds up into uh, some big changes and some open questions as well. I didn't hear everything said about the masks and the announcement that the masks were coming back yesterday, but did you get the sense that uh, Dr. Henry did kind of concede that uh, pulling the mask mandate away was premature? Well... We've been following this story for a long time, Jill. I know you have too. And uh, admitting uh, that things have changed is not one of the first things Dr. Bonnie Henry does. But yes, I think uh, she said we hoped that we wouldn't need to do this, but we have to do it. And look, uh, we do have to do it. Um, the she was asked about what changed. Uh, Richard Zussman of uh, Global, our colleague there, the very first question was, you know, last week you were having pictures taken at BC Place, uh, selfies unmasked with fans, uh, basically what changed on masking. Dr. Henry hung it all on, well, the fall is coming and people will be moving indoors, which is true, and the virus spreads more quickly indoors and the Delta variant spreads quickly. So that's what she hung it on. But I don't know. I think there was too much optimism uh, way back in the spring, uh, too much. Uh, uh, the premier himself admitted, you know, that he was pretty giddy and jolly about uh, the restart program there at the end of June. Um, Dr. Henry saying we're absolutely on track for reopening after September. I, I, I can understand after this thing has been wearying and exhausting for everyone and certainly more for no one more than the uh, the people trying to manage it. So I, I can understand how it happened, but I do think, Jill, that uh, got ahead of ourselves, a uh, premature victory lap again, and now uh, they're having to scramble because yesterday was a scramble. You mentioned the mask mandate. You know, that... We, we were well into yesterday's press conference. When, <laughs> oh, by the way. When the mask mandate, right? And, and you know that it's been in the works for a while. So, no, I, I, I think you could tell, too, if you, uh, people who followed the whole thing, uh, the listener, if they followed the entire press conference, what they heard was mostly reporters saying, um, um, could, could you clarify this? Could you clarify this? I mean, these are people that, are paid full time to follow this thing, and most of us have been following it for 18 months, and it needed a lot of clarification to understand what they actually did yesterday.
Exactly. Especially if you look back, because the first time the mask mandate came in, it was part of a technical briefing that uh, laid everything out before the news conference, which was very different from what we saw yesterday. Yeah, very much so. And the Minister of Advanced Education, Ann Kang, she's a newcomer. She hadn't had to do one of these before. She comes out and and initially suggests that universities and colleges will be will be able to bring in their own requirements, their own requirements on vaccines and masking. Dr. Henry had to clarify that. Uh, universe, there will not be a vaccine mandate for students going back to class in the fall, not in K-12 and not in post-secondary education. And as you know, that's generated a lot of controversy. Dr. Henry said, well, universities... Uh, and colleges will be able to have some requirements around vaccines for staff and faculty. They'll have to work with public health on that. So there is some discretion there. But Dr. Henry is adamant that getting educated is an essential service and we will not be requiring people to be vaccinated to access essential services in B.C., that's the position now. I would not be surprised to see that uh, having to change given the way things are going on COVID-19. I mean, one of the other things we had to digest yesterday was some fairly disturbing evidence around the way COVID-19 is now spreading among the vaccinated and the under-vaccinated. Right, because, uh, and you mentioned this, uh, we've been calling it the uh, now the pandemic of the unvaccinated, but that new information, some new numbers show that it's, uh, that might not be entirely the case. Yeah, under under pressure from our colleagues in the news media, the government has started to release more up-to-date data on the case count hospitalizations and ICU rate, uh, whether or not the, the cases are vaccinated or unvaccinated and under-vaccinated. And under-vaccinated means you have the first shot, not the second shot. So they started to bring that data up to date. Yesterday, this week, we're getting the first data on that. And so the, the whole idea of this being the pandemic of the unvaccinated is was based on the fact that, you know, 90% of the cases at one point were um, people who were unvaccinated either or under-vaccinated. Well, now, yesterday's data, they started to break it down, and it's a small number of cases, but the percentages are pretty disturbing. 30% of our, of our new cases now are people who are vaccinated or who have the first shot but not the second shot. And 20% of the hospitalizations are people who have the first shot or not the second shot. It's still overwhelmingly the case that you're more likely to catch it, more likely to end up in hospital, more likely to end up in the ICU if you aren't vaccinated. But the case count is starting to rise on the un- among the vaccinated and the under-vaccinated. And, and that tells me that there's a good chance we're going to be talking about getting booster shots pretty soon. You're going to have to give booster shots at least to the vulnerable. Um, I mean, if you've been following what's going on in Israel, they're they're down to giving booster shots to the age of 30 now because even though they had very, very good management of early waves, they're seeing that the Delta variant uh, can infect 
people who are vaccinated. Not as severely, but it's still a risk. All right. Well, booster shots will be the the next big conversation, uh, I'm sure. Vaughn, let's leave it there for today and we'll chat again tomorrow. Thanks, Jill.